This is a Federal News Network podcast. Yeah, they're officially not in session, but a glance at any of the cable TV screens shows that an awful lot of congressional activity is going on, at least on the House side. Is this normal? And what about the continu- and what about that continuing resolution? For more on what normally goes on in Congress during recess, the Fulcrum Editor-in-Chief David Hawkins. And David, I guess it's fair to say impeachment is <laughs> occupying the House a lot these days. And they are having discussions and hearings and investigations and, and probes when they're officially off. Is this normal? Uh, it is not normal, I would say. When, 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 when the topic of impeachment comes up, uh, nothing is normal. Um, it, I mean, it's always the case that when Congress is in recess, I mean, it's a bit of a misnomer. The, the public says, oh, Congress is in recess. That means they're on vacation. Uh, there is normally work going on. It normally it just doesn't get on TV. I mean, you know, members of Congress are usually at work back in their district. Staff comes into work. They answer the mail. They try and arrange hearings. They talk to people about legislation. It's just it's a more tempered pace. What is different, of course, about impeachment is that there yeah, there are more. Usually the Mrs. Pelosi would not be in Washington. She'd be probably spending more time. Uh, in San Francisco or, or campaigning and raising money for people around the country. Um, so there's a just it's just a higher a higher presence and there's more certainly more energy at the Capitol than we were expecting. And are they possibly doing anything else while they're there? Because there is a continuing resolution. We are a couple of weeks into it and they have given themselves five weeks to deal with a seven week CR thanks to the recess. Uh, that's right. So, yes, I think there there is there are things going on. Um, at the staff level, I think I've, you, you and I have talked about this in the past, but it's it's important, I think, to always be reminded that even when there's sort of budgetary drama and the potential for a shutdown and divided government and, you know, the president offering mixed signals about what he'll sign and what he won't, even when all those things are happening, that only affects a relatively small percentage of the budgetary decisions that Congress has to make. The vast majority of programs and agencies are um, are funded relatively routinely. There's generally a pretty good consensus view among Republicans and Democrats about what should happen to the vast majority of these programs, especially at a time uh, as we are living in this year when they've got an agreement on the overall spending level. The overall spending level allows a little bit more spending, so it's not as though some there have to be uh, clear winners and losers. Everybody, in theory, can be you know, a winner or at least held harmless. So now all that by way of saying that in a recess like the one that we're in, um, it's a, it's a, it's an unusual thing actually for Congress to be missing in for two weeks in October. The reason they're doing that is because of the high holy days, uh, Rosh Hashanah at the start of last week, Yom Kippur this week, that there are plenty of staffers having plenty of meetings and doing and, and sort of laying down the track for the vast majority of these budgetary decisions that are supposed to get made between now and Thanksgiving. Well, Lord knows they have enough to atone for on Yom Kippur anyhow. And what about, <laughs> yeah. and what about the Senate <laughs> yeah. side? Because they are, when it comes to impeachment, the Senate stands and watches and sees if the indictments come over the transom to the Senate to decide on. But that's premature at this point. And they have more work to do budgetarily. That's true. They have they they have more work to do. There's there there's less sort of obvious progress that has been made on the Senate side. Although almost all of the subcommittees on these on the Senate Appropriations Committee are churning away. As I say, even though they haven't passed the bills, uh, that doesn't mean that the that the significant percentage of the work hasn't been done 
at the subcommittee level or the or the full committee level. Uh, they just haven't sort of in some cases revealed, shown their hands as to what they're they're going to be doing. How th- how this actually plays out between now and Thanksgiving in terms of how many different bills they'll try and move, whether they'll try and package all these decisions into one bill or several what they call minibuses. Um, I think that some a lot of those details uh, are probably being worked out behind the scenes, even as you and I are talking. We're speaking with the Fulcrum Editor-in-Chief, David Hawkins. And some of the things that uh, the Fulcrum reports on have to do with good government and gerrymandering and fundraising. And, of course, this is the time when Congress people try to raise money for upcoming campaigns. And somebody told me the other day they have to raise $250,000 a quarter just for the ordinary seat for the next two years when a House seat comes up. Just out of curiosity, given the fundraising that they have to do, is there anything on the horizon affecting campaign financing that could also take them further into debate land. Big, the big story on that regard it, it is that the um, even if they're, do, they're doing all this fundraising, and yes, the, the, you, you are correct, even a, a not all that competitive uh, congressional race for an incumbent, they generally want to raise up almost $2 million, which does work out to 250000 bucks a quarter over two years. Uh, I, I think the big issue um, is that there, even though there's, there's no government shutdown, there is an agency an important agency that is effectively shut down, which is the Federal Election Commission, which is the agency that regulates campaign finance and is kind of the government's watchdog. And why is it? It is effectively shut down because there are six commissioners um, and only which means a quorum of the commission is four of them being on the job. And right now there are only three commissioners on the job. Uh, the reason being that the the fourth seat uh, a nominee of President Trump's, uh, who's a Republican, has not been acted on by the by the Republican Senate. Uh, the reason for that is that the under the, the way this agency works, like a lot of agencies, uh, it's designed to be bipartisan. So no more than three of the six seats can be held by any one party. And so the Democrats say, well, we don't want to act on that Republican nominee until we get President Trump comes comes through with a requisite Democratic nominee. And so while that little standoff is happening, nothing is happening. No new audits, no new enforcement mechanisms. In fact, there's a one presidential candidate who wants to take public money for his presidential campaign, which is the, the old way of doing business, which probably a lot of your listeners have forgotten even happens, that he wants to spend those $3 checkoffs that some of us still put on our tax returns and spend it on his campaign in return for um, abiding by spending limits. This is Steve Bullock, the governor of Montana. He can't even do that because the Federal Election Commission uh, doesn't have a, the requisite number of people who can say, sure, that's fine. So it's, um, it's an important story uh, that, the, that the, a watchdog that doesn't even have too many regulations to enforce, uh, given the way the Supreme Court has interpreted campaign finance law, can't even do the job that it's got to do. There's a lot of nominations, I think, pending. And any indication that's what will occupy the Senate when it gets back? There is every indication, uh, since there really is. Mr. McConnell, the majority leader, has uh, made it relatively clear that he does not want to do, he does not really want to take up and debate any legislation that he doesn't think the president would sign. Uh, So therefore, there's not a lot of legislation being sent over by the Democratic House that the president wants to sign, and McConnell then wants to have the Senate spend time debating. 
so what that leaves uh, is nothing but nominations. Judicial nominations are Mitch McConnell's top priority. So, yes, I think this is a nomination Congress for, for the Senate. David Hawkins is editor-in-chief of The Fulcrum. Thanks so much. Thank you very much, Tom. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to The Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online.